Welcome back. My name is Kimberly McComas and this is Manifesting Your Reality Using the Law of Assumption. Today's episode, episode three, is how I manifested being a nurse step by step. I had a long time desire to be a nurse. And you may be questioning, well, what's so hard about becoming a nurse or applying for school of any curriculum or any career? What's so hard about that? Well, I have a walking disability. I was born with cerebral palsy and throughout my life I got around just fine walking, doing things for myself. I married, I have a driver's license, I get around just fine. But my desire to be a nurse at first I thought people are gonna think I'm crazy you know because I have this disability and here it is I want to take care of other people that are sick or with disabilities so For a while, I thought, no, I couldn't do this, and I held on to some limiting beliefs. Well, back in 01, I just held a, and it's 2001, back in 2001, I held the state of, I'm going to be a nurse, I am a nurse. And I looked into the schools and I looked into financial aid in my area and I applied. I didn't tell anyone. I did not tell a soul. But my mother, after I had applied. And the reason why I didn't tell anyone was because I had that limiting belief that people were going to think that I can't do this or that I shouldn't do it because of my disability. Prior to applying for the nursing program, I applied and got into the CNA program at my local community college. And I aced that class. And it was like, I think about a six month class. And the whole time I was in that particular class, I desired to be a nurse. I didn't want to just be a CNA, certified nursing assistant. At that time, I wanted to be a full time licensed nurse. So I felt like the CNA certificate was going to be a stepping stone. I would be able to go in and 
see if I could really do this. And I did. I aced the class and um, got around through the halls of the hospital just fine, approaching my patient just fine, and had approached my teacher then and told her my desires of being a nurse. She was an RN herself. And I went to her and told her that I wanted to be a nurse and that I was going to apply to the nursing program. She encouraged me to do that. She said, absolutely, Kim, I think you should do that. And I think you're going to be a wonderful nurse. So she, in essence, was my, was me, excuse me, pushed out when she said, you are going to be a wonderful nurse. You'll be a very good nurse. So she helped put me in that state of being a nurse already, holding that assumption, and going forth with applying. So fast forward to being in nursing school. Nursing school is set up and this is how the curriculum is set up. It is set up to weed out the nurses that aren't strong enough to intellectually make it through the program. And I'm talking about the written part of things. There are plenty of people that have that passion and that compassionate emotion to want to help people and have great bedside manner but there are people that just cannot pass the class the classes and so knowing this I had read it somewhere I focused and I said I am going to be a nurse and no one's going to tell me otherwise So after I had applied and to back up a little bit, after I applied, I did tell my mother and she said, that would be great if you became a nurse. Do you think you can do it? And I said, absolutely, I can do it. So fast forward to the application process in the application, went to the orientation, and found out there's a waiting list that in my town where the local community college is, they choose 20 nurses from a, from a pool. We had to submit um, essays and then be chosen by essays, and also there was a point system. I had points because I was already a CNA um, and then submitting the essay that was so many points and that was chosen out of a pool of other applicants so went to the orientation found out that they had already chosen 20 of their candidates for the class 
and I was told I was on the alternate list. I wasn't told where I was on the list. I was told by the administrator that she couldn't tell me that. She just said, I'm an alternate. Keep in mind, this is 2001, and 9-11 had just happened, and I was pretty much convinced, banking on the fact that some of the applicants probably would not accept the invitation to be admitted into nursing school. Because how it works is you put in your application, you make sure you have all the medical physicals in place, and then from those applicants that they choose that have the points, had the best essay, they contact you and ask you, tell you that you've been chosen for the nursing program and you have to sign an acceptance letter. So I would call the school every week to see if somebody would break, if somebody could tell me where I was on this alternate list, just to kind of boost my hope, boost my confidence, because I had in my mind, I was going to be a nurse. I was going to get into the program. I had a fear of math. Um, I do know basic math and some chemistry now, but at the time, I had such a fear of math that I would avoid it at all costs. And funny enough, all my jobs, I've always been dealing with somebody else's money or numbers in some kind of way. But that's another story. So I would call, like I said, every week and would be told, Kimberly, I can't tell you. Kimberly, I can't give you that information. You're an alternate. Just make sure you have all of your things and you're ready to go. And I just held that assumption that I'm getting into nursing school. Was not sure how things would go once I got in there. Wasn't sure if I truly, truly could do it. In fact, now that I'm thinking, one of my questions on the application was, can you get around in tiny spaces? I guess because some people have like a phobia of spaces or, you know, mechanically they can't do that. And so um, I remember checking yes, which in reality, having cerebral palsy, you have um, balance issues. So tight spaces are an issue for me. But I remember checking, yes, I have no problem getting around in spaces. And I felt a little bad for essentially 
what I thought at the time telling a lie, but it wasn't a lie. I truly could get around, maybe not in every tiny space or every situation, but I didn't know what particular situation that that question was asking, so I checked that I had no issues. So anyway, um, again, you know, this time of applying happened around or after September 1, 2001, right after the attacks um, on the World Trade Center and um, the Pentagon. And so a lot of applicants, and I'm in a military town at the time, I was married to a Marine who was active duty. So a lot of the applicants were military affiliated and not sure what the future held for the military and their family. So a lot of people, a lot of service members were deployed to Iraq at the time. And a lot of the wives and dependents that had applied for nursing school that had been in that first 20 wave of applicants that were chosen and that apparently had accepted left the area to go be around family while their husbands and dads or spouses were deployed to Iraq. So that opened up spaces for now the choice coming off of the alternate list of nursing students. And there were 22 alternates. I wasn't told whether I was number 22 or whether I was number one on the alternate list or 15 or 10 or nine. I was never told that, but spaces opened up where I was chosen to be a nursing student. I was ecstatic. I had already been approved for financial aid and um, I think two local doctors in my area had donated money to me so that I could get my nursing uniforms and in fact an RN student who had been through my program, the LPN program, had donated just given to me her student uniforms so I didn't even have to use the money that was donated to me by the two doctors in my community I actually was able to pocket that money and so getting into nursing school when it came time for clinicals And I've said this many, many times to any upcoming nursing students. Um, 
glean off of your classmates. Keep in mind, when you graduate, it doesn't matter what grade you got at graduation. It doesn't matter if you got an A or a C, you graduated. When you walk across that stage, and you can use this for any program, not just the nursing program, but when you walk across that stage, you look, the C student looks just like the A student. Why? Because you have now made it to your end goal. You've now made it to your wish fulfilled. You are a graduate. So while I was in nursing school, I gleaned off of all of my classmates and when I say gleaned off of them I collaborated with them on things that maybe they were stronger in where I was weaker in and I'll give you an example I am terrible at taking notes during lecture so what I would do after lecture when we had free time I would ask my classmate if I could look at her notebook and maybe pick through how she had worded something or how she had taken away something from the lecture and compared it to what I wrote down and maybe add to my notes. And I did this throughout my class Um, throughout the whole time of being in nursing school and I've always said to upcoming nursing students collaborate with your classmates because you they may be people that you may not hang out with after class go and have a drink with or sit on the phone and chit chat with but you're no longer in competition with them. I didn't fear once I got into nursing school, I didn't have a block once I got into nursing school because I saw myself just like every one of the other classmates. We were going to be nurses. And It, it worked for me. I held that assumption and I made it through the class. And when it came to clinical, being that I have balance issues, I do walk, but I do walk on my toes. And so therefore I'm at a high risk for falling and it is difficult, believe it or not, to walk in flats versus heels. Well, in nursing school, I couldn't wear heels. Um, I had to wear flats. So, um, I had constructed this idea with my classmates that if they would carry my meal trays to my patient for me, I would make their beds. And in nursing school, we had to 
feed our patients, we had to bathe our patients, we had to make their beds to make them comfortable, which means change the sheets and make a complete bed. And part of a complete bed in the hospital is creating mitered corners and a toe pleat. And there were a couple of the girls that just could not get it right. And keep in mind, we were evaluated on all of these things. And so when we got to the latter part of our clinicals where we had to take care of our patients without complete supervision, I said to my classmates, hey, if you carry my meal tray, because there's always a meal tray with a piece of loose fruit on it, like an apple or an orange, that I would envision rolling off and rolling down the hallway in the hospital and my patient never getting it. Or that hot cup of tea with that clear little piece of lid that didn't protect anything or keep anything in the cup spilling before I even got to my patient because of my balance issues. So I said to my classmates, hey, I'll make your beds and I'll make them perfectly if you just carry my meal tray to my patient and I'll take it from there. And it worked. I manifested getting through that clinical but still doing the work myself and collaborating with my classmates so that their part of the work, the bed making got done, and then my part of the work, getting my meal tray to my patient's room was completed. And that's how I made it through nursing school. And like I said, I would tell anyone, once you're in a field or once you get into nursing school or once you get into your curriculum, you don't have to worry anymore. It's a done deal. You are a graduate. And along the way, manifest your steps. I don't agree with messing with the middle. I don't think that we should worry about how something's going to happen because we end up holding ourselves back because we worry, because worry can be a limiting belief, can be a block, and holding back our manifestations. But I still believe that... and I apologize for that but I just wanted to reiterate how step by step I manifested becoming a nurse so from what we know about the law of assumption 
once you assume the state of the wish fulfilled, as Neville Goddard said it, I wished and I believed that I was a nurse and I didn't let anything get in my way. And to kind of protect myself, if I could use those words, I chose not to tell anyone that I had applied or that I was even thinking about applying and wanting to be a nurse because in my mind, I was going to be a nurse and I didn't want any negativity to try to hinder me, hold me back, sway me in any kind of way. And once I applied, all the people around me, the, stu- the administrator, calling her every week, asking her the same question, she couldn't answer me. She didn't even realize that she was actually conforming to what I wanted and what I believed. By me calling her, I kept my name on her mind. So if she happened to be one of the administrators that chose the next alternate to be in the class once a spot opened, then maybe she was. Or maybe she was in direct contact with the true one who would pick the next student. And once I was in nursing school, I realized that I could, I don't know, what is the correct word to say, that I would, that I could coordinate or network with my fellow students to get through that clinical course by offering to make their beds for them or cleaning up or doing anything that they may have felt was a good fair trade for carrying my meal trays for my patients. And so you can use my examples and decide on what you want. That's always the first step. Decide what you want and know that that's what you want and you don't waver. You assume the state, assume who you are and what you want and know that you're going to get it. And don't let anything or anyone sway you. If it takes for you not to tell anyone your desire until it's almost finished or almost hardened into fact, then that's what it takes. And you can use this for anything. Getting into school, passing the school, 
manifesting a car, like I'd said in my first episode, manifesting a person, like I said in my second episode, and I'm going to talk about how I manifested my boyfriend back into my life on the next episode. So I hope that you all enjoyed this. Um, I really enjoy talking about the law of assumption and reflecting back to all of the things that I've manifested or brought into my life or made happen and got an experience using the law of assumption. Thank you and have a great day day, night, whatever. Happy manifesting.